0: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the world white hoops podcast i'm kurta kolina and today's show i've got none other than rex kalamian now most people would know him as the assistant coach for the detroit pistons but he was most recently appointed head coach for the armenian national team i got to discuss all this with him while Armenia was in Malta for the FIBA small countries games in an episode we recorded last week. So let's get right into it. Rex Colombian, thanks for joining me today and taking the time out of your day to do this show. Um, I know you've got a back schedule with the FIBA small countries games so i'm glad we found some time to talk first of all um it's the final day of the tournament and armenia have made the final what what do you think about the tournament overall
1: thank you for for having me on first of all but i'd like to say that the tournament has been very good very well organized um our practice times our court times um how the games have been officiated uh, I've been very, um, I've been very happy with the overall tournament and how it's been organized. Similar to our tournament that we just had in Yerevan, uh, which was also a great event and very well organized. Everything is about the organization, I believe, of how you do things, how you move teams around, um, how teams are situated in the hotel, and everything so far in Malta has been excellent.
0: Yeah, actually, I wanted to ask you about the tournament in Yerevan. Um, you've joined the Armenia squad quite recently, so I'm sure this is a very new project for you. What were your goals coming into the role? Um, I also saw that you've carried out a training camp prior to the game. Well,
1: arriving in Yerevan, um, we knew that we were going to have a two-week training camp and also play in the Sada Cup in Yerevan with the um, with the other teams, uh, Iran. Uh, Syria, and the USA uh, Select team. So I knew going in that myself and our assistant coaches would have to have a training camp that um, was very efficient. We would have to put in new terminology, new words, um, new actions um, for players that were just really have not played together. Um, Some ever, and then some in a very long time together. So, uh, we had to come together as a team as quickly as we could. Uh, and there are some obstacles when you do that. Um, so, we, we've been able to uh, overcome any obstacles and play very well and really stick to what we want to do offensively and defensively. Our team and our players have been really, really good in picking up uh, new terminology, new actions, um, and uh, I can't say enough about how they've how they've acclimated themselves.
0: You mentioned players being new to the team, um, you know, that haven't played much together. But the fact is, you're also new to the role and I saw in other interviews prior to your trip here that there's a special connection with you, between you and Armenia. Um, what does it mean to, to have such a role?
1: Well. First of all, it's an honor for me to be able to coach the Armenian national team. Um, my my grandmother uh, is a genocide survivor from Armenia. Uh, my my mother and father were both Armenian, um, and uh, I have a very I have a a, a connection to Armenia. Uh, it's special for me when I go to Yerevan. It was my third time recently to Yerevan, um, and just seeing you know, the culture and the people, um, you know, being there, it's, it's special for me. Um, FIBA basketball is new for me. Armenia basketball is new for me. Uh, some different rules. I've had to um, lean on my assistant coach, Mika Pogasian to help me with some of the FIBA rules, uh, some of the timeouts when you can take timeouts, much different than the NBA rules. Um, but I'm very happy, I'm very glad that I accepted this uh, position when it was offered to me to be able to coach this team and primarily because of the the young men that I'm coaching, it's uh, such a pleasure.
0: Of course, apart from your Armenian heritage, part of the reason you've been picked for the, for the Armenia job is uh, obviously your huge resume in the NBA throughout the years. Um, I would imagine you, you needed some time to adapt because, as you said before, uh, there are some things which are different in the FIBA game and also I think also it, it's because um, you would probably want to integrate your experience into the team at Armenia as well, you know, bringing some of the fun of the NBA, right?
1: For sure, I've had to learn some different things. The, the most difficult ones for me are when you can take timeouts um because in the nba you could take a timeout whenever you have the basketball you could call timeout, um and then a a little bit of how they officiate the game it's much different than how the nba officiates the game um the traveling calls and some of the foul calls uh they they fluctuate from game to game so you have to figure out how the officials are calling the game and you have you you have to uh you know uh, uh once you figure out how, how they're calling the game, you have to adjust to it. So for me, um, that has been the biggest thing. 25 years in the NBA, um, I'm really my mind really knows only one thing, the NBA. I'm trying to learn FIBA basketball at the same time and being open-minded about things and understanding that this is how they do some things in FIBA basketball, but also saying maybe we could bring some of the NBA to our team and treat it like an MBA program.
0: Yeah, definitely. And now now the point I was trying to get at was that um, your experience is mainly from the NBA. Now the NBA has been receiving a lot of European players since since forever. Um, the, these players come to the US and they bring with them that European bas- basketball culture. But now that you're the Armenian coach, it's happening the other way around. Um, <laughs> you've brought the NBA to Europe. How do you think it affects the team in terms of style? I mean, uh, I believe personally it it brings a lot of entertainment to the game, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I think for sure. um, You know, the NBA has stolen so many things offensively from Europe. Um, So we do run some things offensively that, um, you know, Europe has been doing for years. And then when I uh, took this position, I looked at our offense, what we run, with the Detroit Pistons, um, what I've run in the past with Toronto and with the Los Angeles Clippers. um, I've pulled from many good coaches, Dwayne Casey, Scott Brooks, Doc Rivers, Luke Walton. I've had a lot of good mentors that I've been able to see how they coach, see what offense they like to run and, and imitate that offense and say what's good for our team. So I had to look at what our team looks like And be able to take the best things offensively from those great minds and put it into this context with this team. And uh, I had to do that in a very short amount of time. Not knowing really who our team would be and where the strengths and weaknesses of the team would be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Speaking about this issue of not knowing what the team will be. um, One of your star players for the Armenia team is Chris Jones. And... uh, he joined late on in the training camp as he was still competing and eventually won the French title with Well, um, What difference do you think it makes to have someone like this on your team? Well,
1: it's a, it's a great luxury, obviously. He can handle the basketball. Uh, he can shoot the basketball very quick, uh, point guard. But um, you know, he's fit in so well and he's sacrificed some of his game. Like you said, he won the French uh, title, you know, seven days ago, and now he he's here fighting for Armenia for the um, uh, uh, small countries championship. So I really have a lot of respect for what he's doing and for how he's handled himself and for how he's come come in and not disrupted the team. He's come in and given to the team and maybe sacrifice some of his game for the betterment of the team. And it's so far, it's been, been tremendous. We need 40 more minutes of great team basketball tonight against Malta.
0: Now, you, you know I'm a Maltese, so <laughs> and I may come across as biased in what I think about this next question. But obviously, um, you guys are playing Malta next. What do you think about the game?
1: Well, it's a very difficult game because Malta is extremely big. Um, They have the big center in in the middle of the floor. They have good forwards. um, And it seems that they've played together for a long time. They have a a style of play that they like and they stay to. It's a little bit slower, um, but they pound the basketball as close to the rim as they possibly can get it and um it's a little bit different style than we've seen in this tournament we haven't seen as many post-ups as we probably will see against malta um so it's it's a different style but you know to win any type of championship at any level and to go through different rounds of basketball you need to beat teams differently all the time you can't just say this is how we play and we're not changing and we're going to win. No, you have to be able to be flexible and you have to be able to say, okay, they play this way, we're going to adjust and we're going to play a certain way. So hopefully we'll do that tonight against uh, a very good multi-team.
0: For sure, for sure. Now, now, now speaking about the tournaments per se, one could see the differences in level that there was, uh, even when comparing to other years. I mean, even the smaller teams like Samarino Marino and... Gibraltar uh, i mean even though they're in, in essence small countries their game has leveled up now moving towards you as a nba coach um at club level you're you're currently a assistant coach of the detroit pistons as as you mentioned before as well um the team isn't going through the best of times right now what do you think is has what do you think is going wrong well,
1: we're a young team, and with young teams, you have a lot of growing pains. Sometimes it takes a few years for the young teams to get better. We've seen it with the Phoenix Suns. Now that Booker and Ayton have more years, Bridges have more years ahead of them, they've got a great leader in Chris Paul, and now you can see them maturing and starting to understand how to win basketball games. And I think that's where we are with the Detroit Pistons, is it's going to take a little bit of time— and you have to keep teaching. We have a great coach in Dwayne Casey, who's a great teacher and, um, and motivator. And uh, we're going to keep learning and, and, and working our way towards the playoffs and then hopefully towards a championship.
0: Hmm. Now, staying with this idea of players having many years ahead of them, when you look at the, the Detroit Pistons roster um, right now, it looks like it's set to revolve around Kate Cunningham. In my opinion, Cade was a star pick. I mean, he's a valid number one pick, of course, and he's proved this and he's, he's proved his goodness as much as he uh, he feels. Uh, what do you think about him, about Cade about Cunningham and and especially his path? Well,
1: he's a developing player, but honestly, like I look at his projection and I think he's going to be a 10 time All-Star in the NBA. He has the he has the ability to play both guard positions. He's got he's very big. He's got great handle of the basketball. He gets to places on the floor that he wants to go to, and most importantly, when he gets to the rim, he really finishes at a high rate. I think that um, you know, Cade Cunningham is eventually going to be one of the top ten players in the NBA. <clears throat> like I said, with young players, it takes a little bit of time and that's kind of where we are with him. He's maturing, he's learning the NBA game, he's getting stronger, and uh, eventually, you know, he's gonna be an all-star, and then he's gonna be a player that leads his team, just like Luka Doncic did with his teams, just like uh, Donovan Mitchell did with his teams. You know, it takes a little bit of time. Once they put it together, they learn how to win in the NBA. Then it's every year.
0: No, obviously the team will be looking to build around him no right? question and looking at the trades you guys you guys have made uh and free agency you've gotten Kemba Walker and Kevin Knox in free agency uh but at the same time you guys lost Jeremy Grant for picks uh, what do you think about these moves
1: well we've we've gotten a little bit younger and we have players that are around Cade Cunningham that are on the same timeline so they're all going to start maturing at the same time. Um, losing Jeremy Grant was was hard because he's such a great player and a great person. But we have other players that are going to step up. Sadiq Bay is ready to take more of a, a leadership role. Isaiah Stewart. These guys are in there now, going entering their third year. They're ready to take more of a of a role um, as being leaders and scores. Um, and sometimes we have to take a Jeremy Grant out of the mix so that the other players will step up. And uh, our management is tremendous. Our ownership, Tom Gores, is the best owner in sports. And uh, we're very fortunate because we have a team that's committed to winning.
0: We just have to get there now. and We have to keep developing our players. And now, something to, to finish off this this interesting chat. Um, now, You've spent these past few days here in Malta with the Armenia team. Now, after the tournament is over what's next for the armenia project and even for you as Rex Kalamian?
1: well the armenia project continues to grow we want to we want to be a grassroots project which means we want our youth in armenia and yerevan to play basketball we want our younger players to um to be trained properly so that they can grow up from the ages of seven, eight, nine, ten, so that they could get to fifteen, play the on the under uh, under fourteen, under sixteen, under eighteen teams, and eventually all be able to um, compete for a spot on the national team. So for Armenia, this is just the beginning. We have great leadership for the youth programs. We have a clear vision of how we want to get better. Um and i think it's uh you know it's not a one-day project it's a long-term project that we need to continue to grow in armenia grow the sport and um, everything is not going to be perfect you know there's going to be good days and bad days um and we just we need to stay with the plan uh uh for armenia basketball for myself personally as soon as this is over i'm going to las vegas for the summer pro league and i will connect with our team in vegas um, they're traveling there I believe today from Detroit and uh, they'll begin practices there and then eventually we'll play our games on the 8th of July I think is our first game so I'll be there for, for that.
0: Rex this was super fun and I'm glad to have gotten to know you a bit more. Um, thank you.
1: Absolutely thank you I appreciate it.
0: Okay guys so that was it for today. Uh I hope you guys enjoyed this and thank you for spending time with us today. Uh, obviously, feel free to follow for more of this and other Worldwide Hoops podcasts in the coming weeks, where I'll be having some very exciting guests with me here on the show. But until then, um, I'd like to thank you once again and uh, see you next time. <music>